Thanks, Song Lip. Good morning, everyone. My name is John. Glad to be with you today. Uh, fun to be able to celebrate Juneteenth as a nation this, this weekend. Um, happy Father's Day um, to each one of you. And um, there actually is one other special thing happening today. It's the summer solstice. So um, happy summer solstice 2021, the longest day of the year. I take that as permission to go a little long on the sermon. We got plenty of time, right? Um, if I haven't met you, though, uh, I'd be glad to meet you um, after the service um, and chat. Um, we're going to look into God's word a little bit today. Um, happy Bay Area summer, too. It's 55 degrees out here. Um, <laughs> hang in there, and uh, we'll do the best we can. I taped some stuff down here. Um, I'm not sure what glasses I'm going to need, so I'm, I'm well, well set up um, for that as well, too. Um, our sermon series uh, for the next few weeks is going to be about um, the one another's in Scripture. So uh, there are many. There's about a hundred, depending on your translation, a uh, hundred times that one another is used in Scripture. So um, there's, there's one that's probably the most famous and, and occurs many, many times in Scripture. You might be thinking of it now. And you might have heard one or two in the Scripture that Ong Lip just read as well. But just take a minute um, with uh, maybe with the person next to you or... or um, across from you or whatever, and see, uh, it, can you think of that one most famous one another, or did you catch the one or two that Ong Lip read, or can you think of the other, you know, 97 occurrences of one another in Scripture? Take a minute, see if you can think of a time where it says one another in Scripture. All right, good. I hear some good conversations. Does anybody over here have one you can share with us? Somebody on this side? Love one another. Ding, ding. Number one answer. Correct. Can anybody think of another one over on this side? Forgive one another. Thank you. Teaching and admonishing one another. Sounds familiar. We just read that one. Bear with one another. Thank you. I'm going to go over to this side. Who's got another one over here? Sorry, that number one answer is taken. Anybody have another one on this side? Pray for one another. Anybody else on this side? In the back. I see you back there. Anybody else? Greet one another with a holy kiss. There are a lot. There are a lot of one another's, and uh, we'll put a, an infographic and, a, and a, um, a list in in the sermon notes and uh, the home group study guide as well. Um, it's a fun subject, and we're going to look at that uh, subject. We're going to choose um, just a few of them to look at this summer um, as we as we continue to navigate this uh, special season. Anyway, fun. Thanks for doing that um, with me. The, the themes you'll see kind of in the, in, the, in the infographic and the 
you know, when you just think about them, we're talking about one another. So it's uh, a lot of the themes are around unity. They're around humility. Um, they're around uh, love, of course. So a few of those coming um, today and this summer as well. So um, uh, you, you saw my, my daughter has just graduated um, high school, which is great. And, uh, and we, we've been, this past year, we've been um, enjoying having family movie nights. So especially during COVID, while we've been trapped in the house, we've been trying to do movie night. But essentially, we are a family of four adults. Um, and so that makes movie night a little bit challenging. So uh, some of us want to watch, you know, uh, historical drama or a documentary. Some of us want to watch superhero movies. Um, some of us want to watch a comedy. Some of us want to watch something animated. Some of us want to watch some, something where somebody's fighting cancer or where the dog dies at the end. We have all of these different preferences, right? Preferences for what kind of movie we want to watch. And so what happens is, you know, we'll get our dinner ready. We got the TV on and we're going to figure out which movie we're going to watch. But the discussion takes so long. We're like trying to sell each other. Here, watch this trailer. I know you're going to like this one. It doesn't work too good. And, and eventually we kind of give up and, and maybe just watch an episode of Jeopardy or something for the next half hour. You know, dinner's done. It's 930. We're not going to start a movie. And we, we cash it in. We don't do a very good job of bearing with one another. Um, we want to like want to assert our own preferences and and it's hard sometimes to give in and and let the other choose that's something we've been struggling with and and we're working on that <laughs> uh, but today I want to tell you a little bit about bearing with one another I want I want us to consider that um, today bearing with one another what does it mean to bear with um, when I think of that word, I think of like a, a load-bearing wall or beam, right? It's, it's something that um, engages, like you, you need it to be there. If, you don't, if it's not there, the weight doesn't hold up. So um, that's, that's bearing with. There's some sort of a, a load or a weight, right? And we've heard the expression, I, I can't bear it. That means I'm, I'm out, right? I can't bear it. And we want to do the opposite here, the Bible teaches us to do the opposite of that. Bearing with, I, I just want to clarify from the beginning as well, bearing with doesn't mean um, looking the other way on sin or, or abuse or, or false teaching. We don't bear with things like that. Those are, those are serious issues to deal with. Bearing with is something a little bit different, right? It's, it's bearing with each other amid our differences, not not ignoring sin or truth. So as I look around here, you know, we're all, we're all different and that's a good thing, right? So some of us, you know, we're, we're regathering and everybody's got an opinion around regathering, right? Some people think, well, finally we're regathering and some people are feeling like, well, I'm not totally comfortable yet. And, and everywhere in between, we've all got an opinion. Um, there's different political um, leanings here in our group different ideas about what tithing means or what Sabbath means. Some people think that Chick-fil-A is going to be served in heaven. Other people think it's going to be in and out. 
we're different from each other, right? And those differences are okay. None of those, none of those differences are, are sinful, right? They're just differences. And God's made us different. So we read those, those verses in Colossians. And, and I'll just read that first part again. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. There are similar verses, actually, or a similar phrase in Ephesians. And we'll put that up on the screen as well. I'm going to read um, from Ephesians here, just so we can compare them. It's Ephesians chapter 4, and it says, uh, verse 1, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Similar wording there, right? Um, but we're different. We have different gifts. That, that section goes on to talk about the, the gifts that we have um, been given. We have different roles to fulfill in the body. Um, Andrew spoke a few weeks ago about our roles in the body, about the, the foot and the eye and the hand. Um, in Ephesians, if you, if you read down a little bit further, it talks about sort of growing and maturing at different rates. We, we, we have a different maturity level, maybe. Um, I like to go cycling, and, and there, are, there are guys that I ride with that are faster than me, and they have to bear with me a little bit. I almost make them crash sometimes. There are people that I ride with that are a little sm slower than me, and I have to bear with them. And maybe they have to bear with me, too. We're different. We see the world differently. We value different things. We have different experiences. There's different generations here, right? Maybe we're from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. We're different. But those things are they're okay. In fact, they're, they're good. God says those differences are good. Um, some of you know that um, I used to study fish and wildlife, and, and I worked at a salmon hatchery in Alaska. And um, without going into too much detail, we would, uh, we would take the, the eggs from the female salmon, and we would fertilize them using a, a male salmon. And really, a male salmon can go a long way, like you can use one male to fertilize a lot of female salmon. But we wouldn't do that because we wanted to make sure we kept some genetic diversity. We wanted the offspring to have some diversity, to be different. And, and what happens when we're all the same, you know, with, with fish, if you don't have genetic diversity, they're really vulnerable to disease. And the same thing happens, I think, with us. When we're all the same, we have blind spots, and we're, we're vulnerable to, to bad things that can come in. We need each other. We need these differences. God gave them to us for a purpose. They're valuable, and they're good. You know, doesn't the world, doesn't our culture today 
need to hear about Jesus? Doesn't it need the salt and the light that Christians have been given? It needs it right now. And when I, I, I was watching the, the band play up here, the worship team, and I, I don't know if you know this or not, but the, the, the vocalists have a separate practice from the musicians because they're working on their harmonies. They don't all sing the same thing. They don't all sing the same thing. And it takes practice. It takes practice to make sure that each one is singing a different thing, but they all go together. And that, that word is in our, in our uh, passage here, right? It says, uh, above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, right? There's a harmony to being different. But it might take a little practice, and it might take bearing with one another. And last, uh, we, we know in, in Revelation chapter 5, right? What happens at the end? Who's there in heaven praising God? Who's there? We know that, that the, uh, in Revelation 5, I'm just going read, to read it because it's awesome. In Revelation chapter 5, and verse 12, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Worthy are you to take the scroll and open the seals for you were slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. There's diversity in heaven, right? And I, I just learned um, to th this week, that word nation, it doesn't mean like United States and Canada and Angola and China. It doesn't mean nation like that. It means groups of people, groups of people. There's going to be all groups of people in heaven. God ransomed from all those groups. So diversity is from God, right? So when we're bearing with each other, we're going to be different, and that's okay. It's better than okay. It's good, right? So we need that. We need to understand that context first. Um, it's going to help us to bear with each other, to know that we're different. All right. Well, how do we get there? Um, there's, there's lots of, I don't know, kind of Christian words in there. Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, love. You know, I, 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 really, I really want to be able to bear with differences. I really want that for myself. I want that for us. And, and I see these words, you know, I need to be more patient. I need to be more compassionate, more kind. I need to do all those things. Um, I wanted to go a little bit deeper today um, because there's some things that I, that I see. You know, I'm on social media once in a while. I see the news. I see how we sort of talk to each other. And I'm worried that those, those behaviors can creep into our midst here in the church as well and into the body of Christ. And, you know, our verse there says it's okay. We should be expected to teach and admonish each other. So I want to just make sure that these, these um, if you look earlier in Colossians, it talks about the old self and, and its practices. There are some, some behaviors that prevent us from bearing with each other. And I'm going to talk about four really quickly. Um, the first one is criticism. 
when we hear something that's different from us, then it's easy for us to criticize that person. We're critical. And, and criticism doesn't necessarily mean like um, we say, uh, I don't like what you did. It's more like, I don't like you. Right? We're critical of a person. Criticism is the first thing. The second one is contempt. You know this word contempt? I really struggle with this one personally. Contempt is, is sort of like a, that's when you see the eye roll or the sarcasm. Um, I've been seeing that a lot on social media lately. There's a, there's a sarcasm and, and even a kind of a moral superiority that comes with that. I've thought this over and you haven't. And so I've got this figured out and you need to figure it out and maybe you'll get there. That's contempt. It's contempt. I've done it. I've figured it out and you haven't. Um, the third one is, is defensiveness. When we're a little bit different and somebody comes, comes at us, we can be defensive and we say something like, but I was just X, Y, Z. We don't, we don't take the responsibility. And the fourth one is called stonewalling. Stonewalling means I'm out. I'm not going to discuss this with you. It's too, too much, too different, too far. I'm out. Stonewalling. These, these four uh, behaviors, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling, um, have been called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And they come from uh, the Gottman Institute, which I'm a big fan of. They're a, they're a research-based, um, they, they mostly speak about, about marriage, but, but really it's about relationships. Criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And they can predict the apocalypse, right? The end of the relationship because they see these behaviors. And I'm worried that if we're not careful, those, those things can prevent us from bearing with each other in the church. And so, you know, those, those behaviors that are so dangerous, really the converse of those, the, the antidote, the answer to those are in these verses that we've read. Instead of, being instead of being critical, we need to act with kindness and meekness. Instead of contempt, we need to be compassionate and thankful. Instead of being defensive, we need to show humility. And instead of stonewalling, instead of walking away, maybe it's taking a break. Maybe it's being patient with the other and re-engaging, right? The Bible teaches us how to do this. Places like the Gottman Institute, they're helpful. They're helpful and they, they identify some behaviors, but really we find the answer in God's word. So I just want to come back to God's word as well. We don't want to get our behaviors from the culture. We don't want to answer evil with evil. Um, 
I have this quote from, from Justin Gibney, who's a, um, the author of, one of the authors of a book called uh, Conviction and Compassion. And he's, uh, he's part of a podcast called Church Politics. He's fantastic. And Justin Gibney says, one of the worst things Christians can do is allow the world to decide when we forgive and with whom we fellowship. Don't surrender those determinations to a graceless culture. We want to be grace-filled. We want to get our behaviors from this book. This book is the answer. It's filled with wisdom. It's filled with practical applications, filled with examples, filled with answers, filled with God's instructions for us. So those are our, that, that's our toolkit, okay? We're bearing with each other. We're all different, but we know different is good, right? Different is good. And how do we get there? How do we bear with each other? Compassion, kindness, patience, love, gentleness, meekness, humility. Um, reading a book right now with a few friends, um, called What Did You Expect? It's a marriage book. Um, and it's by a guy named Paul Tripp. And, uh, and Paul Tripp says uh, in that book, no one gives grace better than someone who is convinced that he needs it as well. No one gives grace better than someone who is convinced that he needs it as well. Anyone else out there besides me forget that they've been given grace yeah. If you're not here, there's about 20 hands that went up. I forget. I forget what God has done for me. I've, I feel like, you know, I've, I've been around a while. I've been following God for a while. I've got some stuff figured out. And I forget the grace that he gives to me daily, daily. We need to remember that God bears with us. God bears with us. God isn't done bearing with us. I'm going to need him to bear with me today and tomorrow as well. Um, some of us went through a, uh, a study of the book of Judges, and it's kind of a wild and crazy book um, where every man was doing what was right in his own eyes. And we see, you know, down through the prophets that the people of God were really stubborn. They really had a hard time following God. And we see that in the New Testament too. We see it with the disciples and we see it to, you know, in Paul's letters, the people of God have always had a little trouble being faithful. And I see that today. I see it in myself. I struggle with that. I struggle with being faithful. I struggle with remembering that God's been gracious to me. And that's so important as well. We need to remember that we're different and it's good. We need to remember that we have tools and we need to remember that God's been bearing with us. And I think if we remember those three things, we'll be better at bearing with each other, bearing with our differences. Remember that God has chosen us, right? We're chosen, adopted, beloved, redeemed, sealed, children of God. 
That's who we are. God still calls us that, even though we've been unfaithful, even though that we forget, we forget that we've been forgiven. God says, I've forgiven you. I'm bearing with you. Now you do that with each other. Bear with each other. So who's this message for? It's for me. Um, at the beginning of the chapter, or beginning, beginning there, it says, if you have been raised with Christ. Who's that for if you've been raised with Christ? Put your, oh, there's, there's a couple. Raised with Christ. Right? Thank you. Thank you. It's for us, right? It's for us who have been raised with Christ. This is not about trying harder. It's not about self-improvement. I want to do a little better job of bearing with the body of Christ. This is something that's really important. We want it to characterize us at Solano. It's a message for me with my friends. It's a message for me with my wife and with my family. It's a message for you, for your friends, for your family, for the body of Christ. And this is something that's hard to measure. Are you going to be able to bear with each other better now after hearing this? Pretty hard to measure, right? But I, I want us to take a minute anyway. Um, I want to take a minute. Um, you're going to think about this for a second. And I'm going to stop talking. But how has God been bearing with you? I want you to think about that for a minute. How has God been bearing with you? And number two, what person or people or ideas do you need to bear with today and this week? All right, I'm going to stop talking. How has God been bearing with you? What person or people or ideas do you need to bear with? You can think about that yourself. You can talk to God about it. You can tell your neighbor about it. I'm going to give you one minute. Thanks for doing that. Um, this, is, this is not an easy thing to bear with each other. I gave the silly example of the, of the movies, right? It's hard even to just, to just get past that. Think about things that we really care about, right? It's, it's hard to bear with each other. But this is, a, this is a command. This is a command that comes from God. To the body of Christ, that's us. To bear with one another. 
to know that we're different, to know those differences are good, and to bear with each other. We want that to characterize um, ourselves and each other. We want it to characterize our, our church here. So God, would you help us um, as we learn, as we grow, as we understand better why we need to bear with each other. Lord, we need your help. Thank you for bearing with us. Jesus, thank you for bearing with us um, as we learn and grow as well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want God to have the last word here. I'm going to read this text again in Colossians. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony.